What is creativity? What does it mean to be creative? Is it a hobby, talent, or can it be more? On this podcast, we talk about creativity and the people behind it. My name is Marco. And I'm Danny. And this is Creative Class. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this day's episode of Creative Class. <sighs> Today we have uh, one of the tenants in in our in our Mem- space. Members, members, Mem- members, uh, members. members. Yes. I'm sorry, did I offend you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you introduce yourself for our listeners? Y- yes, uh, my name is Frank Kona Um I am, I guess. You, Call it leader of the Whiskey Society of the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'd want to say founder. Just the leader. leader. In you case know. we offend anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially nowadays, right? You right. never know who yes. might get offended. Uh, but Snowflakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. All but right. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the whiskey industry pretty much professionally for at least six years, if not longer. Wow. Um, yeah, so how I got started is interesting. Mm, where be- did it all begin for you? So all began about, let's see, I've been in the Philippines now 15 years. So how do we about maybe 13, 14 Are you Filipino? Ago. I'm half Filipino, yeah. What's the other half? American. Mm. If, if you can't tell by this accent, I don't <laughs> I know. Mean, yeah. I don't want to offend. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know? I'm not French. I, can I don't want to assume. No, tr- fair enough. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so, and then a buddy of mine, you know, introduced me to a single malt. You know, of course, growing up, growing up, right? Mm. You, you have your normal Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, mm. you know, Johnny Walker Black. Okay. But then about 13 or so years ago, mm-hmm. a uh, buddy of mine brought a Glen Morangy La Santa. All right. It's a single malt, 12 years. It's a Highland Scotch. Right. Uh, and he said, try this out. Mm-hmm. You know, 13 years ago, you couldn't get a lot of stuff in the Philippines yet. Mm. And me being novice, you know, just under 30, which is about the right time for men. So this connoisseur took you under his wing? I wouldn't call him a connoisseur. <laughs> I would call him a drunk. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, he said, hey, I have this bottle. Want to mm. try it? I'm like, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah. And so that would be the start of my... of my Digging into a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, it wasn't like, all right, I'm doing... You know, Jack and Coke. No, this is like the real, oh, appreciation. Right. Okay. Then right. it goes from there. I, I, I join a private whiskey club, mostly mm-hmm. expats, some Filipinos. And part of being a part of this club was every month, someone has to host a night. Mm. Now it's up to them on what the entertainment is or what they're going to show. Mm-hmm. The entertainment can be fun. I, I can't say... What some of the entertainment was at other nights. Right. Because uh, I don't want to get someone in trouble out there. Mm. But for me, <laughs> when I did host, it was made, half of it was education. Mm. The other half, entertainment, which I'm not going to mention, yes. some of the fun stuff that happens. <laughs> Crazy times with expats in the Philippines, there let me you tell you. Uh-huh. I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys have heard stories. So, yeah, we won't get into that. Yes, not in this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, yeah, so I would 
try to put more education on. I've always been a big fan of education, whatever it is. Awesome. Right. Awesome. You know, learn some type of learning, you know, always reinventing yourself or always just trying to get more out of yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, all right, with this club, let me show you the histories of these whiskeys, maybe mm-hmm. the region, you know, get geeky. Mm-hmm. How did you learn about those things? You know, it was just me going on the internet. Just Google University. Google University, reading. And, you know, because of that, I don't know, maybe it's my personality, but I just really exude, you know, I try to exude how much knowledge I know without without being so pushy on people, Mm. right? Which is key, right? No one wants to hear a know-it-all. Not to mention you kind of have to approach it from, you're always curious. So not everybody will get into something that they're passionate about or Mm. find something that they're passionate about. And then the first reaction is, I need to learn about this. Yeah. Mm. So for you versus maybe other uh, people who are interested in whiskey, you you took the path. I want to understand the differences in all this. That's exactly right. Mm. Yeah. Right. And uh, just just out of curiosity, yeah. like going back to your first whiskey, your your divergenization <laughs> of the whiskey experience, right? Can you can you look at me in the the eye and be completely honest? Yeah. Did you like it? Oh, I enjoyed it. The very first sip. You got to remember, this was of now me being an adult, a proper adult. Because mm. people oh, even so in how, the early 20s. How young were you then? That was, so when I drank that, that'd mm. be like 28 or 29. Okay. So, which is about the right time for men to start enjoying proper single malts. Because, mm. I mean, if you want to say divergentization of whiskey, mm. I mean, we're talking about 16 years old. Johnny Black, I'm guessing. No, it was... <laughs> Because that's what it was for me. <laughs> now, see, we're going back. But buddy of mine, so I lived in Arizona, okay. um, Scottsdale. And a buddy of mine, his older brother, who we're all underage. Uh-huh. Mm. So I can't get in trouble now. It's already passed. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Too late, cops. Too late. You can't arrest me on this one, buddy. <laughs> the statute of limitations have passed. Exactly. Mm. He had, we call it a handle, a, you know, a 1.75 liter jug mm. of Jim Beam. Uh-huh. Wow. He's all, here, have some. I'm like, okay. Take it by the hand, pour it down my throat. Oh my lord! I'm like now I now I know why Native Americans call whiskey fire water. It just <laughs> burned. I'm like what? Wow! Wow! Now I, I do like Jim Beam now, but back then at 16, never had whiskey before in my life. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Wow. So you don't shot whiskey? Not oh I I can I I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer to enjoy it, put it over ice, depending on the whiskey. You know, let's see, some whiskeys are just rough. Yeah. I, I, I have no hesitation in saying that some whiskeys are just made to get you drunk. Okay. Other whiskeys are made for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Now, how you enjoy it is very subjective. Mm-hmm. For me, I enjoy whiskeys at, at least at first by nosing it, by getting the flavors out of it, by, you know, really trying to figure out what I enjoy about this whiskey. Mm. Yeah. So it can get, it can get nitty gritty. Like, would you say, would you say wine is like the counterpart to whiskey with regard to, you know? Yeah, definitely. The, the flavor notes oh, and yeah. all these, you know, nitty gritties. Correct. Definitely. It's a, it's a lot of it's, uh, it goes the same way as far as there's the nose, the palate, and the finish. Mm. And then, you know, you nose it, you don't. There's a, there's a certain way to do it, right? Mm-hmm, Without, mm-hmm. and But the difference between whiskeys and wine okay. is wine could change 
notes when you let it air out. Okay. Right? Because you're laying around. it. Exactly. There is no reason to aerate whiskey. Mm. Now, oxidation does happen. Before, I'm not trying to go too geeky down the hole, right. but not the same way. Mm. The only, and you got to remember, wine is at, what, anywhere from 12 to 18% alcohol. Okay. Generally, whiskeys start out at 40%. Mm. So you, now, without getting too crazy, I've talked to many master blenders. You know, somehow in my position as a regular guy, I've met some. <laughs> it's just funny how if if you just changed the ending of 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 that, it would have been something different. <laughs> master blender, okay. master blender, oh, okay, okay. master blender. <laughs> just making sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I can be a master of something, but this time I'm just talking about the blender. Got it. Yes. Got it. All right. um, now that we're on the same page. Yes, sir. <laughs> and what they'll do, they'll water down whiskeys to. 20% alcohol because at 20% you're no longer tasting the alcohol burn. Mm. Like, you know, when some of you taste it and like, oh, there's a lot of black pepper. It's hot. Yeah, that does ruin it. For it can. Me. For me. Yeah. It does ruin it. You just, your palate, your tongue. It's not there yet. not used to it yet. Yeah. Right? For me, I'll go up to 50 and 60 without any water or ice. Mm. Now, it's hard to discern certain flavors when it's that high ABV. But ABV being alcohol by volume. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which is usually either in percentages or by proof. Mm -hmm. So, so, okay, let me get this straight. Just like to recap. So wine changes when it's introduced into air. Correct. So that's why when, when, when you taste wine, you, some, some contraptions even are created to air it out. Correct. And then there's a fancy way with your, with to change. So in conjunction to that, Whiskies change when diluted. Correct. So, so aeration is to wine as to adding water or ice is to whiskey. I would say that. Mm. Yeah, because you know, with when you use ice, you're not only diluting it slightly, but you're also chilling it, right? Mm. So, which mutes flavors. Mm. So, but when you add water, you're actually diluting the alcohol, which then can't cover certain flavors. Mm. Mind is blown. Yeah, because because I attended a whiskey tasting um, by Shivas. I think yeah. they hosted. They, you know these brands. They host whiskey tasting, and they're like, okay, so you taste it now. Try and add a bit of water. And I looked at him like, what? It didn't make sense to me. Like, why would you like water? It's so expensive. You're gonna add water to it. You know? Yeah. And I know. Like, and then now I taste it, and I'm like. Huh. Yeah, that was uh, oh, probably Owen, right? Uh, Scottish guy, bald. Not sure. How long ago? Sure. It was a while back. Oh, okay. I, I've known every brand ambassador for Chivas for like the last like seven years. Wow. Okay. At least. It right? was at it was at the Z Hostel, uh, I think actually at the apartment here in Portland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they sponsor, uh, Pernod Ricard, which owns Chivas, mm. sponsors a lot of stuff with Z Hostel or the apartment. Awesome. So that makes sense. So if you guys want to sponsor this podcast, I mean. (laughs) They could. They could. (laughs) Right. Let's start naming other brands. (laughs) Uh, Johnny Walker, Diageo. uh, uh, Doers and Bacardi, right? I'm just all the big brands. (laughs) Whoever contacts us first. (laughs) Come on, McAllen. We know who you are. (laughs) So yeah. So since we already started on the path of, of... of different spirits, right. right? Wine being is wine a spirit? No, wine is wine, right? A spirit is distilled. 
So if you take wine and you distill it, mm. which means you add heat and it goes through a process through distillation, distillation mm-hmm. then you'll get brandy. Oh, what? interesting. All right. So okay. <laughs> my mind is blown. All right. Do we want to go through what the different spirits are usually comprised of? Maybe. Well, let's 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 first focus on whiskey and yeah. the different kinds. Okay. Because I think just that alone is a lot. Yes. All right. So with whiskey, right? All right. The main component of whiskey is grain. Okay. So so same as beer. Correct. So, technically, if, if you distill a beer, it becomes whiskey. Correct. <gasps> yeah, actually, they do call like with scotches. They will they'll call it. They will turn it into a beer. Mm. Yeah, that, actually, that's that's a true thing. So the so process. you can reverse the process. No. No, no, no. It's like once you, it's like fire. Once you've burned it, it's gone. Correct. It's like okay. food. Once you cooked it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be uncooked, right? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So with single malts, right, it's 100% barley. It's one grain. Single. Let's break down the word, the single malt. Two mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Single means one distillery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Malt means malted barley. Malted barley is just... So, yeah, you add water to these barley seeds, you let it sprout, then you let it dry, right? Mm. So when you let it dry, you could either do two ways. You could oven cook it, and or you add smoke with heat, and now you're peating the whiskey, using smoke peat to peat, and that's where you get smoky flavors. Mm, the, the, the smoky flavor note. Correct. Mm. That's how that's that's how it's imparted mm. into the grain. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what was the first one? This is we're talking about single, single malt. One before that was no, no. We're, we just start with single. Just whiskey overall. Okay. So it's like from one distillery is single, single, and then if it's malted. So yeah, exactly. So that's how you get a single malt. Malted, ah. malted barley. Yeah, that's malted barley, right? So one distillery will malt their 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 whiskey, and that is their single malt. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then. And so then, because I heard there is blended. Yeah. So there's blended scotch, which could be a few different things. Generally, it's when you take. You just said scotch. Yes. With scotch, scotch whiskey. So what's the difference? <laughs> Between scotch and, and blended whiskey. scotch? No, no, okay. Whiskey is the <laughs> overall. <laughs> no, no, whiskey is just the overall name for okay. anything from distilled beer. Okay. Which is whiskey all long distilled. As long as it hails from the beer family distilled, distilled from that, then yeah. it's a whiskey. Yeah, as long as it's yeah, distilled um, grain beer. Got it. Because sometimes they add fruit to beer. And, mm. right? So yeah. just as long as it's distilled a, a beer from grain. Yes. Uh-huh. So if it's scotch, it's anything made in Scotland, right? Ah, that's all? That's it. Uh, it's just, yeah, whiskey made in Scotland, that's scotch. Are you serious? Yeah. You can't, we, that's what, that's why Scottish people could be called, you know, they're Scots, they're scotch, yeah. Yeah. But it's just whiskey. It's just whiskey. I, I always find that interesting. So it's like, um, it's like in wines, uh, they also name it by where they are, the region. Correct. Right. Right. Or yeah, it's, or the type. Yeah, the region. So you're talking about Burgundy, the Burgundy region, and, right? right? So, and even with cognac, right? It's the cognac region. Right? right. Right. So in my understanding, then as well, is um, whiskey or scotch. Um, 
the, in um, it, when it the ones that Scotch made in or sorry, whiskey made in um, is it the Bourbon region? Uh, so okay, that's Bourbon, right? Uh, mm. There's difference. Okay. So at one time in the U.S., right? So bourbon usually is made from it's mostly corn. Okay. You can have but a bit of rye. Different. Yeah, they yeah. have a. So what you call the different grains that go into a whiskey? They call it a mash bill. Okay. Right. It's like your menu of different mashes that go into a, a whiskey. So with whiskey, generally, sorry, with bourbon, it's generally fifty percent minimum, fifty one percent corn. I see. And then other okay. grains. I, I, thought, I always thought it was going to, the same recipe just made, or some, some same components, maybe made just differently made there. In, the, in that region. And they named it that based on that region. Right. By, there was a bourbon region at one time, but then the US law, they made it where any bourbon that fits the category mm. of at least 51% corn. Corn, yeah. As long as it's made in the United States and it's considered bourbon. Mm. You want me to blow your mind one more time? There's another one. <laughs> Technically, Jack Daniels is a bourbon. <sighs> what? Because they call themselves a Tennessee whiskey, right? Right. But it actually follows all the same rules as bourbon. But they probably just can't rebrand it. No, it's marketing. Yeah. Right, right. Because... Yeah. If you're in the know, I guess, and 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 you know that most bourbons are corn based, it kind of cheapens it. Is that it? Uh, I think more mm. so is that it, it's been it's already developed itself as a, a whiskey. Yeah, and then maybe when the rules changed of how they um, defined how the bourbon process is, kept with it. They just didn't want to change it from whiskey to bourbon because that could confuse their their market. Well, the biggest difference. Well, a little confusion. But for them, the biggest thing is they have something in Tennessee called the Lincoln County process mm -hmm. where after they distill it, but before they barrel the new make whiskey, they'll go through a mellowing process of dripping the whiskey, the new make whiskey into uh, maple, maple, charred maple. That's pieces. what gives it that sweet. No, feel. no, no. The sweet flavor is going to be from the barrel itself. Mm. So 50% of all flavors of whiskey is from the barrel. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So the wood used in the barrel is is one of the factors. It's probably one of the ma main factors. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. it sits there for like years. Yeah. Uh, with bourbon or straight bourbon, I should say, it's usually at least two years. Many times it's four. Um, what, what do you mean straight? So... There's a rule. Let's not offend anyone here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. For There's a rule where in order to be called straight bourbon, it has to be aged at least two years in new virgin oak barrels. Oh. It has to be like- So said, there's criteria. Oh, basically. yeah. And this is a, actually a law. Wow. Yeah. So if, if, it, if they don't follow that law, they can't call it straight bourbon. They have mm. to call it just bourbon. Mm. Okay, interesting. So it's a, it's a level of distinction. Maybe it changes the taste. Maybe there there must be a regulatory or you know. Oh yeah. In terms of the the tradition of of these yeah drinks, it all, right. all goes back <clears throat> to uh, how whiskey was done in the eighteen hundreds. Wow. It all goes back to that because there was a lot of nefarious people adding weird things to whiskey because. They could get away with it. Yeah, they could. Just like uh, to maybe expand on the volume so that they can sell it for yeah for one shot make. of whiskey, beer. 
I don't know the Here's n- your whiskey. Like there's a <laughs> book that actually told you how to make your your bourbons, like your nefarious bourbons, taste a certain way. And they're talking mm. about using tobacco spit for coloring. Oh, wow. Yeah. Minute. Yeah, yeah, there was some that's why the US had to come up with rules. Yeah. Yeah. The bourbon industry had to come up with rules because there's too many guys selling these nefarious things on the market. Uh-huh. People yeah. would, you know, rot gut, yeah. right? Because yeah. they're drinking stuff that's poisonous, right. make you blind, right. all kinds oh, of things. God. That makes sense. Then it's it's uh, for safety, not less 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 ab- less about um, the traditions, more about the safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That plays that plays a role into the branding because obviously, like if you take into other similar things, like when you say something is halal mm. or if you say it's kosher, yeah. Right then, then it's like it's like a brand name. Basically, you're paying for the assurance that it went through this certain strict process before it reached your plate. And I'm guessing at that time too, it also represented a, 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 an area or a, a, a component of the economy, mm. like a commodity. It was a commodity. Yeah, it because, was. So they had to protect that because that was a main part of their income. Yeah. and the fact that uh, whiskey is a highly taxed product. Mm. Right. I mean the mm. U.S. and, well, Scotland too, Ireland, they make a lot of money because mm. you don't tax it at point of sale. You tax it when it's distilled. Mm. So oh. before it even goes in the barrel, wow. like My Lord. you made this much, out, like you've distilled this much alcohol, we're going to tax you this much. Wow. wow. So it's already taxed before going in the barrel. Holy cow. So as and I'm sure, and maybe, maybe some or most of uh, your listeners know, whiskey, right, as it ages in a barrel, obviously goes down in size. Right, because of air evaporation, the angel share. uh, Angel share, that's it. I remember when I attended that whiskey tasting, they talked about that. Yeah, angel share. The angel share. Because it goes to to the angels, goes to heaven, right? It it, it evaporates, goes to heaven. Essentially, just like pouring it for the homies. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's for the dead homies, man. All right, at this rate, we want to give a major shout out to our major sponsor, I would say. So if you want to be able to also experience these chairs where we're sitting in right now, this soundproof studio, which we're recording in, this beautiful equipment that you can rent out, you have to go to Astbury. So Astbury is a private members club and it's based in Publishan, where the creative and the cerebral live in the moment and work, gather Grow for tomorrow. Wow, that sounds inspiring. If you're inspired, you should check out Asbury at asbury.club, not .com. Okay, at the rate that we're going, it seems like this will last another hour. And we're trying to limit the length of these episodes. So maybe we can cut it now and then continue on the next one. If you made it this far into the podcast, we want to thank you so much for listening. To learn more about us, feel free to connect with us on our website, creativeclass.com. That's spelled creativeclass.com. And please do take some time to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's at creativeclass on all our social media platforms. We'll see you next time.